0: Welcome to Mommy Logians, the place where motherhood and theology intersect. I'm Diane, and my friend Sarah and I meet each episode to talk about motherhood and theology. We're moms, wives, and lovers of Jesus. So welcome other mothers and friends who love to study God, because anyone who studies God is a theologian. Let's grow in our motherhood while taking a deeper dive into theology to become Mommy Logians together. Now let's jump into the show. And welcome back to Mommy Logins, the show where we talk about all things mommy and theology. Yes. Yeah. So we're back. Um, How has all things mommy been for you lately?
1: Busy, I feel like. I don't know why. I don't feel like we're doing anything different than what we were doing before, but it's just busy. So, how about you?
0: Yeah, we are not very busy. <laughs> we're we're just um doing our homeschool thing and spending lots of time together at the house um and just filling up our days. But it's been good. It's been really good. Yeah. This week yeah. in homeschool, we for our curriculum, we read Snow White. Have you All read right. the like actual fairy tale snow white not the not the hans
1: christian anderson or graham i don't know who wrote it i can't remember
0: yeah have you read that one
1: i've not i have not but i know that they're very dark oh no it's so
0: good is it it is so good it is just like pure gospel and really yes yes you should read it it's amazing i uh listened to a podcast through my homeschooling curriculum, I'm on their Facebook group. And then they were promoting this like other podcast that talked about fairy tales and why we should teach kids fairy tales. And so that is what really got me totally sold on teaching kids fairy tales. And she talked about snow white and how it was so much rooted, like in the gospel. And, and I was like, okay, whatever. And so then I forgot about it and I read it. And so snow white eats the apple, the poisonous apple that is cursed when she was told by the dwarves not to repeatedly, the dwarves told her not to. And yet they said, They said, don't open the door to anyone, but she opened the window. She did? She opened the window. And then she, um, well, the lady sold her like a hairpin. And when she opened the window, and then um, with the apple, she was like, no, I'm not supposed to let anyone in. And they're like, she's like, oh, but doesn't this apple look so wonderful? And so she still does it again. And I was like, Snow White, no. you knew better and so like john and i talked a lot about like adam and eve i was like john there when else do we see an apple and so we talked about like we saw it in the garden and how they were told that they they shouldn't eat from that apple or they die and john's like they didn't die i'm like well no but then sin entered the world and then it was like snow white didn't actually die They put her in a glass coffin because she looked alive. And then her prince comes and sees her in the glass coffin and doesn't kiss her to rescue her. He says, I want to take her. And whenever they, like, lift up the coffin, it shakes out the apple. And she comes back to life. And then they live happily ever after. And then the wicked stepmother is vanquished.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And so I was just like, wow, I did not realize how much, like, you can say that this story was a retelling of the gospel. It was really powerful for me because I was just like, okay, it's Snow White. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you just read it and you're like, uh, I mean, like, growing up, you yeah, yeah. Snow and White you is, it on- yeah, it's the cartoon. and right. You don't really read it. So that was really cool. I would highly suggest reading the, one of the original versions. I have the fairy tales by Scott Gustafson, Gustafson? I don't, it's really hard to oh, say. Okay. Um, and he has Gustafson? Gustafson, maybe that's how you say it.
1: <laughs> I have no idea.
0: That sounds right uh but he does all these beautiful illustrations with it and then sticks with the like original retell. I mean, I think he does retell it, but sticks with the original story. Oh, okay. So, that was really fun. And John, poor little guy, he we stopped like midway through when the lady was when the stepmother was turning herself into different character, not character, but like disguising herself and he was like, "I think we need to stop." this is going to give me bad dreams. (laughs) And I was like, well, okay, but can I just show you the picture at the end? (laughs) And so I showed him at the end that like with her and the prince and that they were fine. And then he was like, okay, you can keep reading. (laughs) but he was totally yeah. not and they talk about how kids like are not phased by some of the gruesome stuff they're just like okay that's the way it is but like he was totally not phased by the fact that the stepmother said hey go kill snow white and bring me her heart and instead the huntsman finds a bear cub and brings the bear cub's heart to her and i'm just like that's disgusting
1: <laughs> i think in the movie it was a deer
0: yeah, i or- don't know I didn't pay attention yeah. to it, but I, like, in the, I, I didn't know that detail before, but I was just, John was just like, whatever. I was just like, ugh.
1: Yeah, he didn't bring her Snow White's heart. No. You didn't remember that detail?
0: I, you know, I can't say I probably have actually seen all of Snow White before. Oh. We weren't big Disney watchers. Not that we were against Disney. We just didn't watch all of those older ones.
1: Yeah. We were big. Well, I was. I don't know how... I don't remember my mom being an over-the-top Disney person, but I grew up in Sol- Southern California. So we have Disneyland right there.
0: That's pretty and, amazing.
1: Yeah. And so I just... We just watched just watched Disney movies, so I grew up with them. Yeah.
0: I, I We frequently have Disney movies on at our house. And we've me- had... Uh, Hamilton the soundtrack is on all day every day I love it but sometimes I'm like we need a break boys because (laughs) Wyatt will wake up and he'll like immediately go get Alexa and say shot 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 because (laughs) he's like he loves my shot and at the end he'll scream at the top of his lungs my shot
1: (laughs) oh my gosh that's funny.
0: So they... Have you... They love it. Sorry. nope. go That's ahead. That's good. I was going to say,
1: have you ever watched the Once Upon a Time series? Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Oh. It's a more modern day version of the fairy tale stories and how they're all combined. But what I was going to say was, and it doesn't necessarily happen right away, but you were saying that there's a lot of the salvation story and just the gospel I've noticed that even in a more modern rendition of all of these stories combined, that there's elements of the gospel in it. And I'm like, I wonder if the people in Hollywood making this film realize what they're doing or if it just kind of happens naturally. I don't know. Well, that's what our hearts
0: want. I feel like in storytelling, that's what our hearts hearts want, too. And it comes out. Yep. I know I talk about Hamilton all the time, but it has so much of a redemption story in it, and I'm just a sucker for it. It's so good.
1: So, yeah. And I just really need to sit down and watch it, because I still have it. (laughs) And I I was just reading something in a
0: note somewhere, and I was
1: like, I need to watch Hamilton.
0: (laughs) Yes. Um, My roommate... From college, I got her talked into it, and she sent me a picture of her kids watching it. And I yeah. was like, yes, tell me if you cry. Tell me how much you love it when it's done. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll if, when you watch it, let me know, and then tell me how much you love it afterwards. I will. Okay. I will good. do that. Good. So you've been busy. Have you had, Mm -hmm. I just went on a total monologue there. Have you had any mommy moments?
1: (sighs) Nothing that really sticks out, honestly. We've just been, I don't know, living life, doing chores, doing school. Judah is excited. Like, (laughs) I lost his worksheets, (laughs) his science worksheets. And he's like, mom, can I do school today? I'm like, yeah, I just have to find (laughs) them.
0: and he's like so this is this the best moment this is the best <laughs> gift ever mom lost oh, my right. science worksheets yeah but he really
1: wants to do it and then the next day he's like mom mom did you find them yet i want to do school i'm like oh buddy sorry i know they're here and i just don't i didn't ever find the time anyway we finally found them because i knew that i knew where they were i just kept getting distracted and not able to find them and he loves them because we're just learning about the human body." And so he was learning about cells and all the different types of cells, nerve cells, blood cells. And actually we've read it before with the bigger kids, but I got him the younger version worksheets, which I've never used before. And I'm glad that I have, I got them now because he has to do word searches and he really loves doing that. And he has to trace words like cells and brain and skull. So he's like, learning how to spell those words and but he was actually able to recognize red blood cells. He's like, that's a red blood cell. And I'm nice. like yes, yes it is. So yeah. That was exciting.
0: I haven't done word searches with John.
1: What oh my are, kids love them.
0: Yeah I haven't done them. John loves a maze. He loves yeah. to do like he has a kindergarten workbook that he's going through and he loves a maze. Okay. That's pretty much the only thing that he loves about a worksheet. We, that's his least favorite part of school is worksheet time. And I didn't Mm -hmm. add in worksheets until like the new year. So we've only really every day been doing worksheets, worksheets since like January. (laughs) (laughs) Because like, at the I start, like I was like, let's just ease ourselves into this. Neither of us like worksheets. Let's <laughs> let's take it slow. And then it's like, no, at this point, we probably should be doing some worksheets.
1: <laughs> right, right. Yeah, Judah, I don't know. He He knew how to write his name. And then I think we haven't practiced it often enough because now he'll just write the J. And I'm like, well, where's the rest of it? He's like, I don't, I don't know how, and I'm like, yes, you do, <laughs> you do know how.
0: You're like, practice it five times and then come back have to proof, me. I <laughs> right? I know. <laughs> John, now on his handwriting worksheet, I'll. Like, look at it, and I'll be like, okay, well, this is the one that I think are the best. And then this is where these ones are not the best, where you need to improve. Mm -hmm. And so now he'll come to me and he'll be like, this one I think was really good. I see where this one was not good. (laughs) And he points (laughs) out, like, what part of his letter he did wrong. (laughs) Like, he doesn't do it wrong. He doesn't do it wrong on purpose, but he's just a little boy that wants to go fast and doesn't want to do it really well. So he just. Sure zips through it. And so now he's like, okay, I think that one was good. That one I Mm -hmm. went out of the line. (laughs) (laughs) So he's funny.
1: It's funny. So do you have a mommy moment?
0: Um, so my mommy moment, I was super excited that John has lost a tooth and mm-hmm. we he we went to the zoo when it was nice out and we did it all outside and then when we were coming home we were in the car and on the highway and they were being so loud and i had podcasts on i was just trying to ignore them mm-hmm. and then john was like i lost a tooth <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea that he had a loose tooth, nothing. And so I'm just driving down the highway and I'm just like, what? What? You lost a tooth? He's like, I lost a tooth, mom. I was like, okay, are you bleeding? And he's like, no, I don't think I'm bleeding. (laughs) (laughs) To which if he was bleeding, I couldn't have done anything about it at all because I had just gotten on the highway and there was no possible way to pull off at that point because it was like one of the big merging places and there was nowhere to merge off for a while. And I was just like, okay, well, you lost a tooth. So he (laughs) is just so proud of himself that he's lost a tooth and he is such a big kid. And he is cracking me up because the one next to it is loose. And so every day I'm like, is it ready to come out? And he'll like push on it and go wiggle, wiggle. And then he'll, he'll take a hold of it and try to pull up and so he pulls up with this finger, but at the same time, he lifts his whole body, shoulders, chest, all of it. And his, and he lifts his head up at the same time. So it's just this really funny little thing that he does that makes me laugh whenever he tries to pull his tooth out.
1: It's not ready.
0: It's not ready yet. No. And I'm like, will you let me wiggle it? And he's just like, no, I won't let you wiggle it. i like, come on. <laughs>
1: My kids get excited when their teeth are wiggly and Judah's lost both his bottom teeth. I'm just waiting for his top ones to fall out next.
0: But I remember my teeth being wiggly. It was so weird. I remember feeling it like with your tongue and how I was like, this is so strange. Yep. So that's my mommy moment. My other thing is I've taken up Knitting. Yeah, I I saw pictures. I'm pretty into it. I finished my hat. It has some errors, but that's okay. Yeah. I'm going to have to be okay with it as a type one. It's fine. (laughs) Still a beautiful hat. I was like, Russ, look, it's got like, I see where I messed up somewhere, but I can't figure it out. And it had like one patch that was all on pattern in the circular hat. And then like three fourths of the hat was a different pattern. I was like, I have no idea how I did this. No idea how I did it. And he's like, oh, no. I, I don't see it at all. I was like, how do you not see it? But great. I'm <laughs> glad you don't see it. <laughs> but I was so far in and I was like, I could undo not this. Not undoing it. <laughs> I was like, I could totally undo it, but I'm just not. It'll be and great. I want to. Right. It'll be fantastic. And it didn't really matter because it was at the top of the hat and I had to gather it all together, you know, to turn it into a hat. And oh, so sure. since it all gathered anyway, you couldn't really see what bothered me. Oh, that's good. But I, I like John's hat. Yes. I knit John a big fluffy hat because I made him go to Hobby Lobby with me and pick out <laughs> yarn. And he was like, I want this cheetah hat, mom. And it was like the most expensive yarn. I was like, whatever. <laughs> Fine. And then I was looking at all the yarn. And he's like, mom, let's go. Let's get out of here. I was like, no, just let me look a little more. <laughs> yeah. But I bring him along with me, one, because he needs to get out of the house. And then two, because he keeps me on task. And I'm like, okay, no, I do need someone saying, Diane, get out of the yarn aisle. Really? (laughs) Yes, I'd stand there for like 30 minutes otherwise. (laughs) I'm sure that like when I was a teenager, people thought I was a shoplifter of makeup because I would just go (laughs) look at it. I was like, I can't make up my mind. I just want to look at it all. I just stand there forever. (laughs) I never stole any makeup. I just want that to be known. (laughs) But like,
1: I I know that. Even as a person walking around with like all my millions of kids before Judah, I'm, I'm almost positive. I had those secret security people following me (laughs) (laughs) and I'm like, I don't know why. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe they thought my kids were sneaking stuff in a stroller. I have no idea, but I would turn around and be like, I feel like I've seen you before. (laughs) (laughs) And I worked retail, so not that I'm like really good at identifying them, but we would be there for like two hours because I like to linger and yep. and you know. So I'm sure, I'm sure they were watching me.
0: <laughs> I had no idea those people existed until I worked retail, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> that's your job, huh?" Right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. So it's <laughs> funny. Yeah, I've been, and I, so I did John's cheetah hat and right now I'm making, I've got this like white fuzzy, um, that I'm making a rim for it cause I wasn't happy with the way the bottom looked and I kind of wanted to, to like have a rim to frame his face. <laughs> oh, okay. so, and I talked to my sister-in-law and we think we figured out how she's into crocheting and all things crafty. And we think we figured out how I could, um, get it on there. So we'll find out oh cool otherwise i'll have a lovely white headband (laughs) fluffy all right like siberian (laughs) like siberian hat fluffy (laughs) so that's my mommy moment i've been knitting and homeschooling and i keep telling russ that i just my bible verse is to live at peace and work at work with your hands. And that is just my theme right now. <laughs> I just want to live at peace with everyone and work with my hands and stay home. There you go. So, yeah.
1: That's a good ambition.
0: I think so. Yeah. Even though I feel like Christian culture tells us we need to be hustling. Have you gotten that message?
1: Um... I don't know. My, we're, my, the leadership at my church is really big on not, I will, I'm going to try and word it positive. I was going to say not, I'm going to try and word it without negative or, you know, those words. Um, my, the leadership at my church is really good at finding people to do all the different kinds of jobs because they don't want anybody to be overextended. Oh, that's so, good. Yeah, it is good. It is good, unless you're like me, and I'm like, I like to do it all. So, <laughs> but anyway. Um,
0: I guess so no- I meant differently. I don't think I phrased it right. I mean oh, okay. more like from the Christian publishing um, Instagram podcast world. It's oh. like, I should be a girl boss and hustle.
1: I would agree with that, uh, but I don't listen to a lot. I don't listen to a lot of those podcasts. I generally listen to leadership podcasts, and uh, I feel like a lot of them talk about how to be a better leader, but not but to take it easy, like to know your limits. I feel like there's yeah. a a lot of that, but I do think that you're right when i when I talk to other women who listen to those kind of podcasts. Yes, there's a lot of hustle.
0: I stopped listening to some of it because I was like, I don't want to hustle. And right. like, I'm not you. And I'm not going to go get myself a big TV platform or something. So I'm good.
1: Right, right. Like,
0: I love Jamie Ivey's podcast. I absolutely love it. It's one of my favorites. But she had a whole lot of, like, small bit, like business owners and really, like, hustling women on there and i was like well i don't even feel like i can relate to this because i'm staying at home with my kids like
1: <laughs> right yeah and maybe she was doing that to i and i i oh, have, she's I, totally
0: changed her stuff now she has men oh. on the podcast i'm upset with her because she said she'd never have men on the podcast and i feel like she's sold out and has men on the podcast now and like it's changed she said she
1: would never have men on the podcast?
0: Well, yeah, because it was her, it was her girl's happy hour. That was the thing. Oh, that yeah. She was like, yeah. I'm only going to have women on and I'm going to talk with my girlfriends and it's going to be like a happy hour. Not like she's against men. She just said, this is my goal for the podcast. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, with no explanation, she's just like, we have men now. And I was like, no. <laughs> you lied to me. I'm... You told me you weren't going to have men on here and now you do. I'm upset. <laughs> Yeah.
1: How long has the podcast been going?
0: Uh, At least five years. I want to say six, maybe.
1: A long time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. Well, she brings in theology, like my transition.
1: Yep. (laughs) So
0: I think we should probably go to our theology part. Yeah. And we've both been studying John to talk about together. Um, yes. Would you mind reading the part that we uh, are going to talk about?
1: Yes, I will do that. And then, yeah. And then you can start with with what you've been researching. So, cool. okay. So, the word became flesh. And I'm reading from the um, NIV version. So, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. And the word was God. He was with God in the beginning through him. All things were made without him. Nothing was made that has been made in him was life. And that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. There came a man who was sent from God. His name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light. So that through him, all men might believe he himself was not the light; he only came as a witness to the light. the true light that gives yeah the true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. He was in the world and through the world was made, and nope, sorry, he was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. he came to that which was his own who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. John testifies concerning him. He cries out, saying, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me has surpassed me, because he was before me. From the fullness of his grace we have all received one blessing after another. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, But God, the one and only, who is at the Father's side, has made him known. And that's where we stop. So verses 1 through 18. Thanks. Yeah.
0: And then I'm going to read just real quick um, Genesis 1 because that is directly what is referenced with John 1. So in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw Mm -hmm. the light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night, and there was evening, and there was morning the first day. Mm -hmm. When I was reading this today, I noticed, which I feel like i hadn't noticed before but just like the parallel with in the beginning and then the light and how he Mm -hmm. talks about light so much in this and then how like the first thing that god created was or the first thing talked about was light and separating the darkness and the light yeah which i knew that there was the parallel with in the beginning in the beginning like that one's super (laughs) easy to pick up on
1: right right
0: so, um i thought that was just interesting to observe
1: yeah
0: and then this one yeah, is, is not this one is not with uh the bible but i'm still going to bring it up the inauguration poem the hill we climb by amanda gorman i feel like the quote that i saw going around the most was there's always light if we're only brave enough to see it if we're only brave enough to be it uh-huh. And I thought that was really interesting that that is like one of the biggest quotes that we're drawn to, and how like scripture so much talks about light, and how here it talks about light so much. So, yeah, I just thought that was interesting.
1: And we talked so much about light when we were doing the Advent stuff. Yeah, it was all about light.
0: <laughs> we love lights. lots of
1: reference to light.
0: Well, it's a pretty crucial thing in our lives. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, Was there anything else before I share a little bit that I had about the background of the book? Was there anything else from this passage that you saw? That
1: stood out to me? Yes.
0: Um, You know,
1: because I was listening to the bible project podcast they were doing a whole series on the family of god which is phenomenal uh, i absolutely loved it it i what stood out to me right now is that in verse 11 it says he came to that which was his own but his own did not receive him yet to all who receive him to those who believed in his name he gave the right to become children of god and i don't know why that just kind of stood out to me right now when we were when i was reading it and i was like That is, that's just really so cool. (laughs) Like, you know, I mean, it's sad that his own didn't receive him, but, but that he is given the right to all those who believe to be children of God. So
0: I think it's interesting that the word the right is used because whenever I read that, that really stood out to me that you have the right to become children of God. Like, I feel like we talk about our, like, rights a lot. Like, it's my right to do to, I mean, bear arms is not the best example, but that's, (laughs) (laughs) but that's like, it's my first amendment. Right. Like, like as Americans, you hear that a lot. Like I have the right to do this. Mm -hmm. And I think that really stood out to me that he gives us the right to become children of God.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Instead of saying something like it's a privilege, like, they always say driving is a privilege. It's not a right. I don't have to let my children drive. (laughs) (laughs) Owning a phone is a privilege, not a right, you know, no matter how unfair they think it is. But yes. Yeah, that's that is interesting. You bring up an interesting point for sure.
0: But like a privilege is also given to you. But I feel like you say, um, I have a right as a, the, as a human being or like the UN like declaration of rights, like your human declaration of rights and that he yeah. gives us the right to become children of God, like that it's something that, like you said, isn't a privilege. It's something that we just possess because we are humans and he... Because we believe. Yeah, because he gave us that Right.
1: Right, right.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. So mm-hmm. it's something that because they believe they like inherited. Because yep. I, I feel like rights are inherited, right? Correct.
1: <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> I know we keep saying right, right? um that's what a right inherited. I
0: like. I'm an American, so I inherited these rights because of my identity as an American. I don't have the same rights if I'm not an American citizen t- that I do here. So I feel or like it's you, something that you or you
1: don't have the same rights as an American citizen in other countries. Yes,
0: absolutely. Right. Yeah. So I feel like it's something that we inherit. And so because we believe we inherit this ability to become children of God.
1: Yep. That's, I agree.
0: I think that's something that's profound.
1: Yeah, I think so. The other thought that I had um, way back when I was first reading through this is just the idea that the people wanted to find the Messiah and that they were just so ready to, to have the Messiah to save them and rescue them. That they were attrib- trying to attribute that to John, you know, and he's like, well, later when we go into that, he denies that. But that he had to say, no, it's not me. This is the person I've I've told you about. He's, he's way better than me, you know, basically. Like, he surpasses anything and I've foretold you about him. So, anyway, that was the other thing that... That kind of stuck out to me a few weeks ago.
0: I feel like our hearts are always longing for... I mean, it's in the fairy tale thing, too, but that even, like, politically, I feel like our hearts are always longing for someone to come and...
1: Rescue us.
0: Rescue us. (laughs) (laughs) Which, politically, it's not the answer. We know that Jesus is the answer. But I feel (laughs) like, especially in super, like, tense political times that we're in right now, that people are like, what? I need one of these presidents to have saved me, and, like, they're not. <laughs> they can't. They <laughs> whatever whatever can. side you're on on that, I feel like you're disappointed right now. <laughs> like, well, I would hope that there,
1: there's disillusionment in some areas. Like, if you can't, because they're not, no matter who it is, they're not a savior. Yeah. <laughs> That's just the bottom line.
0: And so... Yeah. They're never going to be. Nothing against who it is. They just can't be. They're not. They can't. Nope. Nope. Yeah. So.
1: All right. Well, let's get into the history. Yes.
0: John is written by John the Beloved. (laughs) And he (laughs) is um, the disciple whom Jesus loved, is the author. Uh, He it, it, they ha- said that it is of note that he doesn't say that he's not mentioned by name in the gospel. Right. He just says, I, I, um, the disciple Jesus loved, and that's why he's termed John the Beloved. And they were like, this, mm. all, this would make sense if you are the author, that you wouldn't be like, well, Diane. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> Like, if you're like, Jesus and Diane were talking, you're like, well, that doesn't make much sense to be like Diane was talking to Jesus if you're the, like, if you're the author. So it does make sense that he'd be like, well, Jesus and the one that he loved (laughs) were talking. So I kind of like that, uh, idea and explaining of why his name wasn't in the text, um, So John's gospel talks a lot about Jewish customs and Mm -hmm. it is also going a lot to God where the other synoptic gospels are not focusing on that. And so the synoptic gospels are Matthew, Mark, and Luke and John, and they all have like Mark as their backbone and then Matthew and Luke kind of take off of Mark's backbone and tell different stories or add in different details. Where John is right. just, like, its whole own beast. Like, it just yes. shares different things, different stories. Um, it, of course, is talking about Jesus as the Messiah, the same as the other two, but it just takes a completely different Approach where they think that um, that maybe there's the Q document that they think that maybe was the like original basis of all three, but you can see Mark as the backbone
1: and. Oh, okay.
0: The Q document. I learned about this in college, but you can also learn about it in Adventures in Odyssey in the search for wit, because they oh. think they think that they have found the Q document, and it puts Eugene's faith completely um, on the line. But shocker of shockers, he makes it out <laughs> believing. <laughs> So I love Adventures in Odyssey, and that's my little nod to Odyssey in the Q document.
1: And I really want my kids to, to listen to that. I need to. I think it's on Right Now Media, and I just need to start playing it for them.
0: Oh, I don't know. I know that the on Amazon you can get the videos. I don't know. I haven't seen if Right Now has all of the audio. You can do the Adventure Club, too, and it has all of the audio.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I think they have the movie. They have a movie or something. They have.
0: Yeah, Amazon um, Prime has the videos, and I I wouldn't be surprised if um, Right Now does too.
1: Yeah. But the audio is nice. You could listen to it in the car.
0: We love it.
1: Yeah. So, do you have. What are some examples of the stories that are told in John that aren't found in the other?
0: Oh, goodness. Do you have those? Um no i don't have that easily on hand
1: okay i just wasn't sure if you did because i have a <laughs>
0: I have a list i just didn't want to take over no if please you had them in front of you i do not so tell me um so some of the
1: some of the stories that are only found in the book of john
0: can i guess are,
1: yeah yeah guess okay
0: my guess is the one where they write he writes um with a woman caught in adultery and he writes on the ground
1: uh sorry The i don't know like <laughs> try to find it
0: um, oh uh
1: no that's not let's see one two three some manuscripts have eight, that nine. part
0: and some manuscripts don't i know that yes
1: yes there are there is that but that one is not listed but the samaritan woman is the only found in john john 4 1 through 42 okay um
0: turning the water into wine
1: at cana
0: oh and we- the chosen i was thinking the chosen takes a lot from john
1: they do yeah they absolutely do the
0: movie is so good yep
1: it is so good i
0: know i'm so excited for season two i'm like please look <laughs> i just can't wait to watch it when's it come oh. out it's
1: gotta be it's gotta be soon because i feel like they keep sending all these clips and they tell us when they're done
0: they're with- filming it in utah
1: yeah, they and they were in Texas, too, a few weeks ago.
0: Yeah, I guess um, the Mormon church has some big set that is like a replica of Jerusalem, and they don't let other people in, but they decided for the Chosen that they would let them in to film on their Jerusalem replica set. Oh, that's cool. And so then they're able to use this, like, really... Um, Authentic. Elaborate. Yeah. Jerusalem said so and that's that was really season cool. two so I don't know where they did I don't know about season one but I remember I that's saw cool. that for season two
1: well that's cool yeah so another one of them is Nicodemus's conversion with Jesus in the dark of night is only found in John I already said the Samaritan woman the conversation Jesus had with those he healed conversations okay that's extended back and clear. forth dialogue between Jesus and his adversaries okay the rising the raising of lazarus
0: huh
1: yeah right i know i'm like really <laughs> only john
0: <laughs> see we need um, john
1: right jesus is washing his disciples feet and the long and deep words he shared the long and deep words he shared with them at the night before his crucifixion Jesus' high priestly prayer for his current and future followers and that one i think i knew only in John.
0: Okay. This says the earliest manuscripts and many other ancient windows do not have John 753 through 8. And what is that one? Yes. That's the woman caught in adultery.
1: That's that's the adultery one. Yes. You are right. It o- John only has those words. You're right. Okay. But it's not in the list. Like it's just not Where'd in my list. Where'd you get your list? So. <laughs> Out of my Book from proverbs 31 it's called that you may believe the study of the gospel of john okay it's their experience guide so they talk about things that are uniquely john but you and you talked about them too the contrast of darkness and light
0: Ha-ha!
1: and things like that so yeah
0: look at me yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Look at you. (laughs) (laughs) I did it all on my own. I studied my Bible on my own and I did it. (laughs) I don't need that lady to write a book to tell me. I can do it myself. (laughs) And so can you, dear listener. You too can read your Bible and put together Genesis 1 and John 1. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a big one. There's other things that they say are uniquely John, like things uh, where Jesus has come from and where he is going, the dynamics between seeing and believing, the interplay between spirit, wind, and breath. Interestingly, both Hebrew and Greek use the same word for these three ideas.
0: Is it Ruah? Ruah, yes, because it's also in Arabic, and I know a song to that, that I learned in my Arabic class. (laughs) Cool. So yeah, that's in Hebrew.
1: And I'm gonna not say this correct, but I think it's correct because it's like the same word that's for lungs. Um. Anyway, new, pneuma.
0: In oh Greek. yeah, pneuma.
1: Yeah. And the, okay, so then the next one is the contrast between spirit and flesh, the wisdom of God incarnate, and the relationship between the Father and the Son. Those concepts are uniquely John. But the darkness and light is a huge one because there's a whole other page just on the darkness and light.
0: Yeah, I content. feel like, too, that with John during the, I mean, I might be, I'm, this is just me pulling from my memory, so I'm not going to say I'm confident on this. But I feel like John had a much more intimate view of the courts when Jesus was being crucified. Right? Isn't that in John's?
1: I think so. So, because some that... of them
0: one of them has a very different view point of the courts, and they thought that he would have had to have special access to whichever disciple it was had special access to be able to hear everything that was happening,
1: like between herod and and Pilate, yeah, like when Jesus is in front of them, and talking I mean on here we have them?
0: the high priest' questions Jesus, and we have that uh mm-hmm. testimony kind of in there, right. So I think that they that it, that was in John that it was surprising that he had that much access to being able to know what was going on.
1: Well, he was the beloved. Well, <laughs> so yeah. He must have just always been right there next to him.
0: Yeah, but even but, if he was right there next to him, that doesn't mean that he gets allowed into the courts. Like well, that's <laughs> even, true. Like you can be beloved next to him, but they're still not going to let you in. I think I. Let's research it and come back on that one.
1: So because what I was going to say, and I will have to research this because I'm not exactly sure, but I think John was his youngest
0: disciple. Yes.
1: And so maybe even given his age, I don't know, maybe he could have snuck around (laughs) and got into places. I don't know. But at least I'm right on that. I have no idea how old he was, but yeah.
0: I don't think we know but i do think we yeah we that he's the youngest yeah um there was also i am going to have to remember to come back on this there was something really interesting that russ told me about jesus when he says take care of on the cross to take care of mary and i want to talk yeah. about it but i don't i don't remember what russ told me and it was not um a traditional viewpoint so i don't want to like <laughs> Oh, I want, I well, want to see what it is and research it a little more. Cause it was interesting.
1: Wasn't he talking to John? Didn't he say that to John? This is your mother. This is your son.
0: Yes. But it was a family relationship that they were drawing upon. That was interesting that I was oh, like, okay. I- yeah, so we can, yes, we'll come back okay. to that next time.
1: Yeah, no, that'll be interesting to hear for sure.
0: And one of my other favorite things is, um, about, Whenever I, Peter and John race to the tomb, right? Yeah. Is that in John or is that in a different one? I don't think it's in John because I'm looking. But I always love that because they point out, like, who got there first. And I think oh, that's funny. Oh,
1: yeah. To the tomb. Yeah. Who won.
0: Yeah. That always makes me laugh.
1: It makes me laugh, Because the women won. No, I'm just kidding. Well, they yeah. They were
0: there first. Really. <laughs> But yeah. really Jesus fixed everything that started in the garden that was wrong and he fixed it in the garden afterwards with a woman. Correct. At the end, yeah. which I yeah. think is beautiful.
1: It is so. beautiful. Really, I'm yeah. But that for me goes back to the whole the Jesus and women Bible study that I did and how Jesus brought justice and righteousness for that which had gone wrong in 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 the world. Anyway. Yep.
0: yep. Okay. So, yeah, I think that was. And I feel like when we talked before, I said that I don't remember what I said that Mark that John talks more about God. Yeah. And the like importance of God and Jesus, and how He was God.
1: Yeah how he was God and yep. how
0: he was really pointing out that he was God. And then there's a lot of, like Gnosticism and everything with that later that they're trying to say right. that, no, Jesus wasn't really God. He was.
1: Right.
0: Not a hundred percent God, a hundred percent man. And how John really right. not, not, I mean, I don't think John was coming out at Gnosticism when he wrote it, but still, no, like this, no. I'm I'm saying that John really points out that he was God
1: right whereas the others they point out his humanity or the miracles that he did or whatever but yeah his genealogy and his humanity but yeah john points to his some of them have a little more like
0: legal stuff right but we're not doing those books so maybe another time (laughs) right right now we're in john all right. So next time we can start off in John chapter one, verse 19, where it, the subtitle in the NIV Bible is John the Baptist denies being Christ. And then we'll do the next subtitle, Jesus, the Lamb of God. And it will stop at John 1.34. Sounds good to me. Great. Well, thanks for coming along, listener. And Yeah. <laughs> i was gonna say and sarah but yeah, you Andy. you brought yourself in as a, on the listener part but maybe i think you were just saying possibly yes listener thanks for yes, coming Listener, along. thank you right i was
1: i was so, saying yes i agree with diane thank you for joining us that's funny um
0: <laughs> So, yes, thank you for joining us, and we will be back again in two weeks. That is our plan.
1: Two weeks, yep.
0: Yep. All right. We will – we can't see you. That drove me nuts. That drove me nuts. On Sunday morning, the TV show that Charles Osgood would always say, I'll see you on the radio, and every week (laughs) I tried to keep my mouth shut – and I couldn't do it because every week I had to yell back at the TV, You can't see me on the radio, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> and I would I would make it for like five minutes sometimes and I was like, No Russ, it bothers me. He can't see me on the radio.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think I just always would respond, No you won't. <laughs> and it's not like he can hear me because he's on the well, TV. Because he's not the only, I didn't listen to him and he's not the only one who does it. People who are like, I'll see you, you know, on the radio or see you. I'm like, no, you won't. <laughs> Just whatever.
0: We'll talk to you later. <laughs> we'll talk at you later. That's what our tagline
1: should be. We'll talk at you later. <laughs> and that's what I was thinking, too. We're, we'll talk at them because they don't converse with us.
0: <laughs> there we go. But uh, this this really will be my last thing, which I always say. You can contact us at mommylogins at gmail.com. We would love to get your um, emails and comments. And we did. I did get to do one um, silhouette for a listener who Yay. wrote me, and I was just absolutely thrilled to do it for her. So that's so cool. If you write me at Mommy Logins and give me feedback, you, I will still give you a silhouette of your choosing. Yeah, and Valentine's Day is coming up, so yeah. And for, for non-mommy, days. for for people who never listen to this, I make them pay. But since you made it all the way to the end. <laughs> You don't have to pay. Just send me an email and tell me some feedback and give me the picture you want turned into a silhouette and I'll do it for you.
1: That's wonderful. (laughs) I love it. No, I love it. (laughs) There's my, I think I'm going to
0: make, I'll make it just this episode. Then I got to stop that off. And so (laughs) this episode, if you respond before the next episode in two weeks, then you get a free one. After that, I'm going back to charging. (laughs) so and then there's, maybe then again at easter like every some, holiday there's some <laughs> pressure for you right listeners. right
1: respond please and send me you.
0: anything <laughs> <laughs> okay oh. talk at you later <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs>